Roll it. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast. My name is Blessing Bofu. And today I'm joined by Chris Wilson, who's been a part of the Church Mag team for quite a while now. We had a conversation about making social more social as in you know social as in on social media and in on social networks and we kind of try to frame that in the context of churches and organizations we try to kind of unpack where is the social in social <laughs> so we have one conversation but i thought that it would be better for it to be delivered in two parts first part which is what you're going to listen to today is about is about the state of social in social. So I hope that you find this helpful. And I'll catch you on the other side of this conversation where I'm just going to share one or two things which I think are noteworthy. And I hope that this new segment perhaps makes you aware of some valuable things. Catch you on the other side. When I think about like what makes social media social, the thing I think of is like the two-way streak yeah that it's not just broadcast it's not just one direction but that it's like an exchange but i realized as you were saying it that you know you touched on this um idea of like it used to be kind of yeah and and that made me think about how like well it used to be like just for people it used to be just regular people and then we had like the brands the invasion of the brands I feel like that's kind of, yeah, that's part of it, isn't it? Like brands selling messages to people, the kind of taking out corporate takeover of social media. Like Facebook, there was just individuals to start with. And now it's like brands, pages, whatever. What do you, what's happening now and in terms of the things that are wrong? Some of the things that I can think of out the gate right now is that. Uh, I think you mentioned it, the one-way thing. You know, social media in a lot of ways for a lot of people has become more hostile because we can all broadcast, we can all share stuff. Then we now have these competing ideas. And I'm right because I'm saying it or my people are shouting the loudest. You know, how do you describe where some of the other areas that we might feel that social media is failing? So I love the, you know, you were talking about like, how hostile it is i love the meme of like i like this i i like x yeah like i like this thing and then someone else turns around and is like you shouldn't or like i can't believe you don't like this other thing no i'm I'm just saying i like something you know why can't i like something or it's it's problematic sometimes things are problematic and we may not know that they are but like there's a different way of of doing that than just like jumping on someone and like saying you're a terrible person for liking this thing. I think there is that aspect of like of the ho- it is a hostile environment. But I think um yeah, that wasn't the main thing I wanted to focus on when we were talking, but it, it is a it's a real thing to acknowledge actually, yeah? I I don't have I don't have good solutions. I don't think there are easy solutions for the sum so I think it's also just not what's wrong with a platform or, or with people. But I think about like how Ingrid would say to me, I mean, I've got, I'd like to believe I've gotten a lot better now. I, I, I used to struggle in, in, in having a, a poker face when I wasn't having fun. 
<laughs> and and if I just thought your conversation was whack and didn't want to engage, I'm talking like you know when we'd visit with people, we in a crowd, we're at a you know we're at a barbecue, and I just would be like, I'm just not engaged, and I'm not engaging. And so Ingrid would basically just come to me and just say, "You're being antisocial." So so that's the other side of it in terms of okay, cool, we want to make social media more social. Um, you know, but I, I feel like it's easy for us to straight away kind of slip into this thinking of like people are fighting, calling each other names, everybody's wrong. And then at the same time, you've got this one way conversation that's happening. So people in terms of whether it's individuals or brands, just like just information or my opinion. Go or to my site, go to my site. Go exactly. To my site. Go, go to my website. site. Check out my website, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're also guilty of that from time to time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but <laughs> you know, uh, but the other thing that I just think about, whether it's a church or an organization, uh, whatever, you know, kind of entity that you are, the basic, coming back to the basic tenets of what it means to be a social person or sociable. And I think that's partly where the issue is. What does being social look like in as experience? So let's imagine, you know, like you're going through your day the normal way. What does that actually look like? Paint the picture in practical terms. I really like that. You know, this conversation is completely not how I imagined it. I don't know. So much better. I love it. Um, but I think it is going to go into all the stuff I was uh, thinking about. I really like that kind of like, what does it mean to be social? And I was thinking about, uh, like, I'm thinking of a couple of things. One is like in a hostile environment, I think Christians really, really need to be people of grace, grace and, and peacemakers. When someone says, uh, like I try to, I try to do this as much as possible, and it's it, it gets hard at times. But uh, yeah, you know, when someone says something, and you're just like, "What did you just say?" Because it's it's ridiculous mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But I try to like first of all just be like, "Sounds like you're saying this." Yeah. Have I understood that correctly? sure that they're because you know every now and again you'll say something off the cuff yeah and then you think about it uh and you're like uh no i didn't mean no 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 yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. like and pe- nowadays people think uh that this reflects what people really believe maybe it mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah. at the same time maybe we should give them the chance to backtrack without mm. condemnation just uh, or or clarify what they and maybe yeah. they'll just reveal that yep we were right yeah. these guys uh, really do think that mm-hmm. uh, I can't believe it or or really are saying whatever uh, but like yeah. I think that's that's a thing and I think that's you know this kind yeah. of comes into the um, the idea from Stephen Covey and the Seven Habits. It's one of my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. Um, seek mm-hmm. first to understand to be, before yeah. being understood. Being understood, yes. And just like being the kind of people who, you know, a good communication advice is the uh, uh, it's it's about listening. Yeah, good conversations. If you uh, people think they've had a good conversation, if they've been allowed to speak. So and and. And that is what uh, I think a lot of, you know, if we go look at the critique of brands, of churches, of people as well on social media, we're all like, 
trying to get our own words out. And we're not necessarily listening to what people are saying. So in terms of so in terms of content that basically looks like, hey, let's inviting people in. Basically, hey, let's have a conversation about this or what do you think about? Would you weigh in on this issue? We'd love to get your perspective on this. And doing that honestly rather than just like, yeah, uh, yeah, leave your comment. Sure, we'll, we'll consider it. And this is the other th- uh, uh, side of it. I've seen, you know, the prompts that uh, particularly like people in, in church media and church communicators sharing prompts, you know, hey, we got, uh, we, we asked people what their favorite verse was and we got such amazing engagement. I, I don't necessarily think that's bad in itself. Uh, but at the same time, I just wonder in terms of the quality of social in that context, like what does that actually, is it because we've just said something because we've just put it out there because it's something that gets engagements. I mean, or likes or comments on uh, LinkedIn at the moment. I don't know if you've seen this number with the keypad on it, which says type uh, six, six, one nine, because the moment you type the same, you tap a number twice, uh, you basically like the the photo. <laughs> ah. And there was a time when people were doing something similar on Instagram, because if you double tap the image, Just you get some the, likes. Yeah, so, the platform, yeah. Yeah, so like gaming in terms of just being social, I think one of the things that I really think there's an authenticity and not in terms of communication of like, no, really, we want to know. Yeah. Like there's a genuineness I, I often find is missing. I, I don't know that makes sense, you know, because we're doing it ultimately because we just want people to engage, we want people to respond. If we're talking, let's say, in a church context or a nonprofit, even a, I think even a for-profit company, are you doing things just because it's going to get traffic or there's actually something that it leads to that's much bigger? So social could be social in terms of just the purpose of social. Uh, I'm being sociable and being sociable is basically asking someone how they are doing, but, but you're not really interested. Hey, hey, from Britain. Hi. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like, you know, you walk I think by, we're the masters of this, right? <laughs> yeah, you know. Hey, how's it going? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's going good. Uh, how, what, how what are you? What was the answer? Uh, I, uh, fine, thanks. Yeah. And you're yeah. not even fine. You've just said things to each other, you know. Sometimes, I'll be honest, I wouldn't be bothered, bothered about how someone is doing. But I catch myself in, you know, saying, hey, how's it going? Or how are you doing? But I find that when I say it to people that are close to me, uh, that really matter to me, I actually mean it. But it's the same words. <laughs> but so I, I think the thing that I'm now just trying to get to still on that similar point is how does then that translate uh, in the context of a brand or a an organization? There's some really interesting stuff there, like... Uh... I know when I do one-to-ones with my uh, my little team, I always am like, oh, how's it going? And then and it's like, yeah, it's fine. And then it's like, okay, so what's on your plate at the moment? Or, or something like this. I have to ask it again because like, it's actually like one of the most important questions for, for, for the team to know like, oh, is this person stressed? Is this person 
But at the same time, it's always just a routine social procedure kind of at the first time, which is which is kind of a shame, but there you go. Yeah, I think with brands when there is a real danger of uh with, with metrics, yeah, there's um this yes. idea that you optimize for the metric and eventually you'll just like over optimize. So the example you gave of the uh the Instagram post, the LinkedIn post where you you know double type a character to, and it ends up like you and so that's like the stuff that that goes top that's the kind of thing where you can see people just going well it got tons of engagement and it's like but and the that's what happens when you optimize for a metric and there's this idea that i came across where it says like it's you've got to set a metric you've got to set like a thing to measure for but you've also got to remember the principle behind that yeah to to know why so like looking to get more comments looking to get more likes looking to get more whatever maybe that is the right metric for your church to focus on but at the same time you have to know that you have to then also like go oh we got like 1000 likes on this one as opposed to our regular 100 and then look at what sort of was engaging with this. Has anything happened after that? Are we or like you know this post had like uh like favorite favorite Bible verse yeah this this uh this post had like two hundred comments and then you look at the comments and they're all Bible verses and you're like this is cool but you know has it gone deeper? Have we ha, ha, has this has this helped someone deepen their faith? Has this started new connections with? with people and i can definitely see how that could happen you know ask them to share their bible verse why it's their favorite maybe you're getting people sharing miniature teachings which can help other christians help edify and build up the church there or maybe it's just people you know well john 316 share well i hope that you found this conversation helpful and that there's something that you'd be able to take away and work with in your church organization maybe some personal projects whatever context that you find yourself in now to jump in on this new segment on the podcast which i don't have a name for i don't even know if it needs a name i haven't even decided if we'll have it on every episode or every other episode but i've wanted to do this for a long time where we highlight something that we feel is noteworthy that's either just cool to look at and just say hey there's this thing or that person, check it out or check them out. There are two things I want to share with you at this time. The first one is from someone that I've admired from a distance, her authenticity, her tenacity, just so inspiring. The way that she serves, the way she creates whatever she creates, because that's what she feels she needs to do. Like, you know, the conviction that she's had for uh, the different projects that she's had. So her name is Mary Demuth. I hope I'm saying her name right. I'm sorry, Mary, if you ever get to hear this. And what I wanted to highlight, she's written many books, uh, tons of books, uh, great stuff. I, in fact, I recommend that you check them out uh, on her website, marydemuth.com. But what I wanted to highlight right now is her podcast. She's got a podcast called Pray Every Day. Basically, that's what it is. It's just every day, praying every single day. On the podcast, Mary is a friend. She's like this person that you 
kind of go into the prayer room with and she'll read a scripture and she'll pray. And it's almost a journeying through the Psalms with somebody. Well, the thing that I love about the podcast for me, first of all, besides the consistency, because prayer should be a habit that or a posture that we that we adopt. At the same time, I, there is this deep sense of God's presence. You know, every time I've listened to to to, to an episode, it's just helped me just sit and connect with God. And a lot of the times it's also been very timely, like just the prayer subject um, has been timely for me. And so it it's not a long podcast that you need to make lots of time for. I think you're probably looking at about five or so minutes, maybe a little, maybe a little over, but it's actually an amazing podcast that I think is really worth your attention. So give it a listen and maybe you might want to just jump on and subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever, wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, Spotify. Just check it out and maybe later just come back after you've, you know, listened to it a couple of days and let us know how it goes. Uh, you can mail us podcast at church mag. Uh, that is podcast at churchm.ag. And then the second resource that I wanted to highlight was by Jeremy Smith. Most people who've listened to the podcast would have heard his voice and or read our blog, Church Mag. And uh, Jeremy has written over the years on so many different things. But one of the things that Jeremy is, or probably the biggest thing Jeremy is involved in, is around mental health. That's basically what it does. And one of the things that Jeremy has been building over the years is this website called churchandmentalhealth.com. And at Church Mag, we're really big fans of um, the church really growing in this particular area. I wanted to bring to your attention a blog post that he published uh, not so long ago, Mental Health Church Plan. So he speaks in it, he speaks about moving from awareness to action. So not just raising mental health awareness issues, but actually having a plan for your church or ministry to engage in these issues. So check that out. I'll include the link in the show notes and also go check out churchandmentalhealth.com. So those are the two things I wanted to highlight that I felt are really noteworthy for this week. Uh, hope you have an amazing week, whatever that looks like, and all the best. Catch you in the next episode. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. Mm-hmm.